Bad Managed Comics. Coming to you from a secret underground lair, these dedicated heroes discuss the business of comics, industry news, comic book retail issues, and the latest developments from Manage Comics. They are promoters of comics, champions of small business, and four-color heroes. They are the Manage Comics team. Hey folks, welcome, welcome, welcome. It is Brian, and I think rather than uh, wasting a lot of time, we'll get right into it. So we're going to start today. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about Shopify's foundations. Now this went live last week, and I've had a chance to play around with a bunch of stuff. Some things are still kind of in preview, so there's a lot of stuff that uh, they've announced that isn't actually live yet, but they're usually pretty good about over the next, like, month or so, we'll start to see things kind of pop up. So uh, we're going to jump in right away at the beginning with their conversion stuff. They talked a little bit about the search. They've got this new semantic search thing that looks like it's going to use AI to improve search results. And this is only going to be available for Shopify Plus, but what we always see is that this stuff kind of trickles down to everyone else over time. This one might stay in Shopify Plus a little bit longer because it's going to require some computing power. But in the meantime, highly recommend that you install Shopify Search and Discovery if you don't already have it. Search used to be built into Shopify, and then they've broken a lot of things out into apps. This is its own app, and there's a few reasons for that. They can discreetly change things in this without relaunching the entire Shopify. So what we often see is that when they're doing a ton of uh, changes to a specific area, they'll kind of appify that area so that they can make those changes without it affecting the overall code base. And in the recent year and a half, since Shopify has kind of split POS, which is in store and online, as two separate channels. And, and they've done a really good job of kind of creating channels. So when we go into our Shopify store, you see all the different sales channels that you have available, right? And online is its own sales channel. So it's going to have some discrete apps that you may not need if you only have a brick and mortar store and you don't have an online channel, which was why some of this stuff makes sense. Like instead of creating one big, huge monolithic app that has everything and does everything, as a product hits maturity, which Shopify is starting to do, you start to build those into discrete little chunks that can be added or subtracted over time. From a code base perspective, this makes a ton of sense. And then from, you know, just a overall bloat on your store, it makes a lot of sense too, that not every store is going to need some of these things. So yeah, make sure that you install Shopify search and discovery. It has a lot of really cool configuration things and, and we'll do I'm going to do another one of these in the future where we just talk about some of the built-in Shopify tools. Search and Discovery is one of them because every time that I build a Shopify store, we go in and reconfigure Search and Discovery because there's so much extra stuff that you can do with this now and, and it keeps on changing. So like filters, we've this used to just be called brand, but now we can change it to be, instead of brand, we can change it to be publishers. You can even now group Things. So like, let's say that we had Opus and Panini and PSR books. If you wanted to have all these guys as other publishers, uh, you can do that now. So you can create a group and call it other. 
And so now if we go down to other, we're going to see that it's got Opus Comics, other publishers, Panini Publishing, PSR Books. So we'll do some like real deep dive into this stuff because it's super cool. Uh, and I think we can kind of go deep with Shopify's search and discovery. Um, yeah. And like I said, this is available in the App Store. It's free. Make sure you've downloaded search and discovery. Moving on to subscriptions, Shopify has its own built-in subscription app now. It's free, it's available to everyone. It's not perfect because it's very kind of rudimentary and it's specifically for certain use cases. So the way that you would use this is auto billing subscriptions that can renew weekly, monthly, or yearly with discounts or without discounts. So you could do like a graphic novel of the month club board game of the month club, supply drop of the month club, whatever it is, but it's going to be the of the X period. The reason this won't work perfectly with like your actual comic subscriptions is because this month there's three Batman issues. So you couldn't really do a subscription to Batman when you're shipping them like three times a month instead of once a month. Uh, and I believe that the charges have to be they're, you're not going to change them every month. So it's something where you're going to charge $10 a month and the, the person approves that and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, you can see that this is the beginning with auto, auto build subscription. This is the beginning of vaulted credit cards and being able to do a lot more stuff with credit cards in the future. Uh, they talked a lot about channels. Uh, one of the new things that they've released in the last six months is the POS Go terminal. Uh, this terminal is really cool. Um, we may have something really interesting to announce at Comics Pro this year. Uh, it is an all-in-one tool. It would be great for conventions, for example, because this tool is, uh, it's about the size of a phone, but it's got a credit card reader built into it. It's got your whole POS kind of interface there. And it also has uh, like Wi-Fi connectivity built into it. Uh, tap chip swipe payments you can also it also has a scanner built into it for doing uh, barcodes and upc codes the one problem that i'm still working around with the uh devs on and and i mean shopify's devs is it currently doesn't support book scan but we're going to see if we can uh tweak it to make it support our you know UPC plus five and also the um, uh, ISBNs, full featured ISBNs. Uh, there's a ton of different really cool things. There's a smart grid editor in the admin so that you can uh, edit your, your grids a lot easier. If you have multiple locations, you can now uh, manage UI extensions across locations in the admin. And this one's cool. Your receipts can be updated in um within liquid so that means that the templates in your uh in your site will actually update your uh logos and so once kind of once i have a chance to really play with this part i'll do a tutorial on how to do this as well and this is super cool instead of having to have a separate computer to do fulfillment you can actually do simple fulfillment from your retail locations right through the pos now so you can actually uh, go into orders and take orders that are ready for shipping and you know prepare it for shipping and ship it out. There's also a bunch of changes to 
returns and capturing reasons for returns. And there's some stuff with exchanges that I haven't really had a chance to dig deep into, but they've done a lot of work with exchange and I think it's in like operations, but they talk a lot about um, taxes and refunding taxes and, and stuff like that as well. So that's, that's cool. A lot of this is B2B, so we're just going to ignore it. Um, I always like to look at these B2B things because interesting thumb things come out of the B2B stuff in the future. Uh, one thing, which is not just B2B, but everything, is um, Shopify Marketplace Connect. So if you don't already have Shopify Marketplace Connect and you are selling in multiple markets, this is an amazing app. Uh, they introduced it the last time that we did one of these editions. Uh, it's it's live. It's got amazing ratings, like five stars. This guy is having some problems, but a lot of the uh, reviews are, are five stars. People really like it. It's free. Um, it also has so one percent fee per additional synced order capped at $99 per month. So if you're doing a lot of uh, online selling, this is an amazing tool. You can change the price for every every other marketplace. So like eBay has, you know, their 10% fees. You can mark everything up by 10% that's on eBay. Um, if it's Amazon, maybe you mark it up, you know, five or 6% to cover any, any fees, but all that stuff is built into it and it's really, really easy to use. So give that a, a quick look. Marketing is up next. So they talked a lot about marketing, um, a lot about retargeting and things. We're probably going to do a dedicated marketing thing because there's so much stuff in this marketing. And I don't know if it's appropriate for everyone. Uh, one thing that I want to kind of dive deep into is shop and the whole shop app. I think a lot of people are using it and not really understanding fully what they're doing with it. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that you can do to leverage the shop app and that may make a lot of sense uh, for you. But I think right now it's just kind of everyone's in it without knowing they're in it. And because um, it gets now turned on by default. Uh, so, so it's something you got to kind of pay a little bit of attention to. Yeah, you can now uh, display your reviews and things like that. This operation stuff was really interesting. So there's they're doing a lot of stuff with AI, but I don't know if all of it is incredibly useful, honestly. I mean, they're still working on the sidekick thing that I think is going to be super cool when it eventually gets released. So the sidekick is still in beta, and uh, I think it's going to be cool when it comes out because there's things like you could say, in plain English, you could say, uh, update my new releases collection to use this tag. And then it would just change your new releases collection to use an, a different tag instead of going through and, and remembering where you go to update your collection. I think it's just going to make a lot of things simpler. Instead of having to find stuff, you just would ask Sidekick to do it for you. Shopify tax. So you can simplify your tax filing with the US sales tax report. Uh, I know they're doing a lot more stuff with the Shopify tax platform, which simplifies taxes in the United States because y'all's taxes are crazy. In Canada, we have nine tax rates. In the United States, I know you guys have, I think it's 1800. I think it may be more because you've got municipal taxes. Yeah, it's crazy. So this will help you uh, with your tax stuff in the United States. And they're also 
doing recommendations for France, Germany, and the UK. So Flow is another tool that we need to do a full deep dive into. Flow is basically an automations tool that will let you kind of do an if then run this. Here's a good example. When a customer's birthday is today, you could run a code to determine loyalty and then send out an email or something like that based on specific automations that you define. Exchanges. So this is where we get into improve the post-purchase experience by adding native returns to Shopify at the um, register. A return used to take quite a bit of time. Now it's like within 15 minutes, you can do a return. So I don't know how often that happens, but there's something cool. And then this is something I'm super excited about and that I can't believe it has taken this long. Reusable theme blocks. So an example of this is I will often create on a, on a website an address block. And that address block has the store hours, the address, and maybe the map image, right? And every time that you want to use that, you have to build a new version of that. And that means you have to update your hours in like 17 different places. With this, you'll have reusable blocks where you could say, my hours are this. And every time I want to update my hours, I just do it on one place and it'll do it everywhere. Things like WordPress have that built in. So now that we've got this, it's it's uh, very exciting. The other thing is you can nest blocks which means that you could have, let's say you have an image and you want to put text next to it. You can actually nest those things together so that you can have an image next to a text block. So they're making the front end a lot more flexible. There's a lot of tools they've built for us on the back end, including way, way faster API calls. So I've noticed things are kind of speeding up a little bit. I'm going to take a quick 30 seconds and I'll get right back to you. The Manage Comics Order Helper makes point of sale checkout a breeze. You can get to the app in one tap once you've added the app title to your point of sale. From there, you'll find any Manage Comics orders through our browse or search options. Clicking on the customer order will let you select the items you want to bring into the POS cart. The cart is created with all items and their individual discounts exactly as they appear in Manage Comics. You can check out some or all of the items. Any items removed from the cart will go back into the Manage Comics order. We think it's all super easy to use, but if you have any issues, you can always visit our support knowledge base or ask us a question and we'll get back to you quickly. Manage Comics Order Helper makes subscription checkouts accurate, quick, and easy. Hey, I'm back. That's going to kind of do it for winter editions. There's a ton of really cool stuff that they've they've launched. I think I went over the big things that are important to shops. Well, I've got you here. Let's talk about some cool stuff that Managed Comics has done recently. We're gonna start out with, we'll just go to help. And from help, you can click on change log and you'll see a couple of new things. We announced our major project number one international distribution launch. So we now have Diamond UK and Universal Distribution. And the second big one that we announced was uh, a bunch of little changes. And I'm going to walk through a few of those right now. In initial orders and soon coming to FOCs, you'll now see that your order numbers are linkable. And when you click on these guys, you'll see your subscribers and you can sort them by last name. Uh, it shows whether or not something is a subscription or a pre-order. And if it's a pre-order, uh, it will show up with pre-order information. So that's on a per issue basis. So if there was more people subscribed to Batman or Robin number seven, because you have a bunch of pre-orders, uh, you'll see that there. And you can see Brian Garza, it's got two orders for this cover. Another thing that we've added is the ability to search within customer activity. 
So if I go to approved and accepted pre-orders, I'm going to go Batman. I can find all of the examples of the word Batman. I can also look for Brian Garside. So what does Brian have for approved or accepted pre-orders? There's all the things that he's got. And that is throughout time. The other one is within pre-orders we have, so I can search by a customer name or search by a title. Absolute Watchman hardcover is for Andor. I'm hoping to kind of streamline this a little bit because I'd like this to be one uh, field, but just to get it done quickly, this was the easiest way. So that's searching within pre-orders. And then this is a special preview. This is not completely done. I've already found a couple of little bugs. We now have a report. This is in reporting age subscriptions. And this will show us who has within the last seven days, eight to 30, 31 to 60, 61 to 90, and over 90 days. It shows what their total is. And there's going to be an email that those individual people. So I'll be able to email those folks that's being worked on right now. This won't get released until everything's all done. But in the meantime, I could invoice Fred Myers and Ivan Wine and Owen Mercer their orders. And those will go out uh, shortly. It's hopefully a very useful tool for you to find laggards. And in a future, meanwhile, I'm actually going to go over customer orders and how to make sure that you're clearing out your customer orders properly. Because we see some stores have like literally tens of thousands of orders. So we'll uh, hopefully start to clean these things out and uh, make it more useful for you. I think that's about it. We're going to take a look at what people have to say in the in the comments right now. Uh, let's pull up some folks. So yeah, we have Revenge of and Megan are here. Megan says, for us, the swipe card dock was one of the better updates. We've noticed an uptick of preloaded gift cards that we swipe only in our store. Awesome. That's very cool. Great news. Uh, Revenge of says, we've been trying to optimize shop and it seems pretty cool. Yeah, the shop app is very, very cool. Few customers who use it exclusively. That's awesome. I use actually the shop login now because it's just easier than remembering 20 different stores uh, email addresses. And Christina Strong says, howdy. Well, thanks for joining us today, folks. I'd like to try and keep these things a, a tight 30. Um, next time we are going to talk about Comet. It's going to be our pre-Comics Pro Spectacular. I'll be at uh, Comics Pro February 21st through, I want to say 24th or 25th. I'll be there actually the Sunday as well. If anybody's going to be at Comics Pro, make sure you look me up. Next time, we're going to talk about a special promotion that we're having. We'll talk marketing, and we're going to tell you about our next big project. Currently, we don't use Flow, Search and Discover, or Deal with our shop at all. Which of those would you focus on in what order? That's a great question. I would say Search and Discover, number one. Probably shop number two if you're interested in selling to kind of more store and more customers outside of your own. And then Flow is... I think we'll do a whole thing on flow because there's a lot of automation stuff that you can do with flow. It's not essential, but it will make stuff a little bit easier for you in the future. Revenge of says, I like flow to hit up customers who have made purchase recently. Yeah. So you can do it with flow or you can do that with uh, like an email automation sequence. So we can uh, definitely look at both of those things. Looking forward into exploring search and discover. Yeah, I'll do a, I'll do a full meanwhile on search and discover because I think we can talk a lot about you know, how cool that is and, and what it can do. It's super powerful and they've just made it more powerful recently. So yeah, that's, uh, that's something we can look at. Thanks for joining us, folks. Uh, first one of the new year, and this is officially season two, episode one. In the meantime, and in between times, keep, hey, by the way, before I go, 
We have a new podcast called Data Bros. It comes out every Friday. Um, it's me, Django Bourne, and Jeff Figley. And we're talking about comics and comic data and running a comic shop. They have a comic shop in Bellingham, Washington. So we talk about that. It's got a little bit more of a focus on data. So if that's something you're interested in, you'll definitely hear more of that there. And uh, yeah, check it out. And we'll talk about it there. Revenge of says, Marketplace Connect is awesome for list listing incentives. We have an upsell currently live that incentivizes purchases, including incentive to purchase a top loader for shipping at a 10% discount. Very cool. And I think we can look at a bunch of that stuff in the future as well. So, all right, that's going to do it for this week. We will catch you next week. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care. Uh -huh.